Hello everybody and welcome back Eyes on the Mize, my name is John and Ian is unfortunately occupied with army things and so it's just going to be you and me in a little exalted episode. Uh, earlier today we sent out, or I sent out a poll asking what we all should talk about and uh, as of 8.52pm Central Time, uh, it is a primer on the Eternal card game. So the Eternal card game is a a collectible card game or digital collectible card game in the same vein as Hearthstone uh, made by Direwolf Digital based out of Colorado. And the reason why it's noteworthy for Magic players is because uh, some, some of your favorite pros uh, work on the game, such as Louis Scott Vargas, Patrick Chapin, Andrew Beckstrom, and, and the like. Uh, Josh Arter Layton and Matt Nass, I believe, also work on the game. Uh, it has currently been out for just over a year or so now, uh, coming in on its second year. It's been in uh, open or it's been in, not open beta, but it is officially released now for, I think, about a year or so. It's been open beta for about, uh, probably a little longer than a year. But, so I want to do a little primer on, you know, if you are interested in playing Eternal, uh, hopping on in and seeing what it's all about. So, at the base of it, Eternal is a combination of Hearthstone and Magic in a way that it, that, gets rid of Hearthstone's repetitiveness while using magic, um, kind of magic mechanics, but still doing things that magic can't do, being a paper card game. So in Eternal, there are five factions. Uh, fire, Time, Primal, uh, Shadow, and Justice, uh, roughly in that order on the app. Uh, each of these factions has a scion who is vying for the Eternal Throne, hence why the name or the name of the game is Eternal. Now, what you in order to play the game, you need to download it either on Steam or on your iOS or Android device. And the um, in order to play your cards, uh, you need to play lands. In this case, they are called power cards. Uh, you have basic sigils, which are called the fire sigil, time sigil, primal sigil, shadow sigil, and justice sigil. And then there are uh, various dual lands or what, cards that add multiple influences. Uh, which is kind of the basic land, if you will, or the color of mana. Uh, the big restriction, however, or the big difference from magic, is that instead of, say, grizzly bears being one and a green, which costs a total of two mana, in eternal it would be two and a justice, justice being the green color, at where two is the total casting cost of the card, and the one justice is the amount of influence necessary in order to play it. Uh, one of the best cards that is kind of emblematic of the the use of Eternal's influence system is Sand Warrior. Uh, Sand Warrior is a 3-2, three, 3 power, 2 toughness, works the same way as it does in Magic. Uh, that is free, it costs 0 power. However, it requires five, or 3 time sigils, or 3 time influence. Uh, that way, you can't play it on turn one, uh, but you can probably play it on turn three alongside something else that's big and beefy. Uh, from there, there are other various card types. For example, there are weapons, uh, curses, and relics, which are all grouped into what are called attachments, because they either go on a unit, which is their name for creature, or goes on your avatar, because your avatar can reach out and touch somebody uh, if you equip something like a relic weapon. For example, the Sword of Ikaria is a 3-2 relic weapon uh, for three time just or three fire justice, excuse me, uh, and has one of the uh, baseline mechanics that I will talk about a little bit later. Uh, but 
with your avatar, you can only attack once each turn, which is pretty normal. And also, when you attack with your units in Eternal, uh, it's much like in Magic, where you attack the player, and the player then gets a chance to block with their units. There are also spells and fast spells, which fast spells you can cast on your turn or your opponent's turn. Uh, regular spells you can only cast uh, before or after you have finished declaring all of your units as attackers. So you can, you know, so there's a card that is, for example, um, tar a unit gets plus three, plus three, which is a fast spell. Or there's another one that is uh, one of your units gets like plus six, plus six uh, as a regular spell. Now, fast spells can't be cast at any time. They can only be cast in certain response windows. For example, if your opponent casts a spell, you can respond with a fast spell. Uh, did your opponent declare attackers? Well, you can cast your fast spell before or after they have declared their blocker before the blockers are declared. Uh, did your opponent not do anything at the end of their turn and you want to you know, do something at their end step? Uh, you can do that as well. But those are the only uh, windows that you have available to you in order to cast your fast spells. So, in general, the game works a lot like magic. The colors all have, or the factions, have their own identities. Uh, if you wanted to look at them in terms of magic, fire is very closely related to the color red. Um, if, for example, Torch is a card in Eternal, which is one and a fire, or one mana with one fire influence, that is deal three damage to anyone, which is pretty fun. Um, I tend to play it just because, you know, I've never met an aggro deck I didn't like. Uh, time tends to work with uh, power acceleration, it tends to go a little bit wide as well, and plays some beefy creatures. It's kind of a weird amalgam of uh, green and white in Magic. Uh, Justice has uh, efficient creatures, and um, alongside with time, it can uh, do what's called silence units, which I'll talk about a little bit later. Um, it also tends to have some good weapons, which you can put on either your avatar or your units. Uh, Shadow is pretty closely aligned with black, if you had to look at it, uh, not only because of the color scheme, but Shadow tends to do a lot of graveyard recursion, caring about things dying, getting things back, etc. Uh, and then Primal... Uh, has big, beefy creatures, and card draw, and some amount of direct damage. Uh, it's Primal is a very weird and a very interesting mix of uh, green, blue, and white from Magic, which is fine. You know, they don't want it to be Magic. They want it to be their own game, and Eternal is fun. Now, a lot of the units in Eternal have abilities that are that have very easy magic analogs. For example, if you see a unit with charge in Eternal, that is essentially haste. If you see a unit with overwhelm, that's basically trample. Uh, if you see a unit with endurance, well, that means it's, that means it's vigilance. It can attack and it can block. Uh, flying is pretty much just flying. But the ones that really kind of show you where Eternal can do things that magic can't are the ones that are specific to um, that, that are specific to a digital-only game where magic can't do these things. For example, from the first set, the Empty Throne, Warcry is an ability that is on Fire and Justice cards. Uh, it's mainly on units and a few uh, weapons or relic weapons, which says when this unit attacks, the top unit or weapon of your deck gets plus one, plus one permanently. Um, this is obviously something that magic can't really do, but it works fairly well in Eternal to kind of make your make your smaller creatures uh, bigger and bigger and become more of a threat. Uh, the next mechanic that I want to talk about is Killer. Uh, killer is on creatures, or on units only. 
And what Killer says is that once, once you know, while this creature is in play, it can attack another unit directly, which makes it more in line with something like Hearthstone or uh, the Elder Scrolls Legends card game, where you can attack uh, directly on top. You attack directly creatures instead of players or anything like that. Um, silence, as previously mentioned, is a mechanic where uh, you remove all text from the card or from the creature, and it just becomes a vanilla whatever, whatever. Uh, it's very good at dealing with creatures with annoying abilities, and it's very powerful. Um, another mechanic that I wanted to get to is Quick Draw, which is not one of the big mechanics, but Quick Draw is essentially first strike while attacking. Uh, so a unit with Quick Draw that blocks isn't going to get any benefits, but when it attacks, it will. Uh, Deadly is essentially Death Touch. Uh, Life Steal is, is Life Link. Uh, they all work very similarly. Uh, there are also ETB effects, which are um, worded as summons. So, for example, there's a card Outland Sniper, which is a 4 fire fire 2-2 two, two, that says summon deal 2 damage, and you can deal that 2 damage to either a creature or a player. Um, there are also Death Triggers. There's a mechanic called Entomb in Fire and Shadow, which says when this unit dies, do a thing, which... Magic players are probably will be fairly very very familiar with. Uh, there is reckless, which says that this unit must attack each turn if able, uh, which is pretty fun, um, especially on creatures that um, really want you to to attack with them. For example, there's a card, uh, Yeti Snowslinger, I believe is the name. It is two mana for two two that requires one primal, uh, that has reckless that when it attacks it deals one to the enemy player. Pretty straightforward card there. Uh, some of the new mechanics in the new set, which came out about a month ago, um, which is called Owens of the Past, include Warp, which is in uh, Fire and Time, which says if this if this card's on the top of your on the top of your deck, you can just play it, uh, as long as you can pay the costs. And it's not like it has Flash, which in this game is called Ambush, means the same thing as a fast spell, uh, but it is cool. And there's one card in particular, um, I believe. Uh, I have my app open right now, looking it up. Uh, it is, pardon, while I go through this. As you can tell, I've prepared extensively for this. Ah, Waystone Infuser, five time time two six creature uh, that has warp, and your time and your power cards have warp, which is also really fun. Uh, another mechanic from the previous set, from the first one, is Echo, which goes on. Uh, which goes on anything, basically, that says, if you draw this card, draw another copy of it. And this is something that Magic can't do. It just is unable to do so, um, mainly because of restrictions. Like, I can't say, you know, hey, I drew this lightning bolt, I get to draw another lightning bolt. That's not how the card works. Um, or not how Magic works, at least. Another mechanic is Fate, which says when you draw this card, do a thing. Uh, Magic did this with... A with um, Miracle. However, these are just free effects that you say you draw this card, you do a thing. Um, there's also, let's see, there's a new mechanic called Life Force, which says uh, when you gain life, do a thing. Uh, pretty much just life gain triggers that people will be familiar with from Magic. Uh, let's see, there's a mechanic called Aegis, which is a pretty standard, which is a standard mechanic. It's not anything you know special that you need to write home about as far as like a, a whole set mechanic. But Aegis is essentially just a one-time hexproof. Uh, you can target a unit with Aegis or a player who gets Aegis for whatever reason, and it just protects it from any effect. One of the most powerful of applications of Aegis is the fact that it can defend against even board sweepers, which 
Hexproof or Shroud can't defend against in regular magic. Uh, so, for example, Crown Watch Paladin, a 2 and a Justice 2-1 uh, with Warcry and Aegis. Trust me, it's very good. Um, it can survive one sort of Wrath of God effect, or what in this game is called Harsh Rule, which is a Justice card if that's something that you are interested in. Uh, another new mechanic is Revenge, which goes on units and spells. Uh, there's a lot of mechanics that just go on spells because they can. Uh, and, Revenge, er, and Revenge says when this unit dies, shuffle it into the top 10 cards of your deck. And then when you draw it the second time, you get to play it immediately, which is one of the mechanics called Destiny, which doesn't show up a whole ton. Uh, Destiny just says if you draw this card, play it immediately and draw a new card to replace it. So it's interesting to say the least. Um, another mechanic, which I was looking at just now, oh yes, Empower, uh, is essentially Landfall. Uh, whenever you play a power card, do a thing. Landfall for m people who are familiar with magic. Uh, let's see, a new mechanic is Mentor, which uh, a unit or spell will have Mentor, which says choose a student and basically tap it to do a effect. For example, uh, Spirit Guide is three Justice Justice for a 3-3 Lifesteal that says Mentor give the student Lifesteal, uh, which is also really cool. Now, one of the big things to note in Eternal, unlike in Magic, is that stats and silence effects are persistent. So let's say that I have that spirit guide and I give one of my other units lifesteal and it dies and I'm able to somehow get it back into play. It'll still have lifesteal. It'll also still have any other buffs that are on it natively um, from other cards that I may or may not have in play. Now, I think that covers most of what I would want to cover in this. Um, I'm sure there are others. Oh, there's ultimates, which are, you know, once a game thing, or once while it's in play things. Um, like, creatures will get bigger, or they'll get harder to deal with, and so on and so forth. Um, and that basically does it as far as kind of a quick overview. It's, this is not super in-depth or anything. Um, this is more of a quick overview. The new set is out, and you can play Constructed with it, which um, uses... Uh, 75 card decks and uh, there is a tournament series that uses 15 card sideboards. It does play single game matches uh, for the most part because of just it run, It wants it so that games can end quickly and then it uses the free to play model so you play games to earn gold. You can use your gold to then draft and then once you've drafted um, you can then get rid of those cards and turn them into shift zone to then to then uh, craft more cards to build your bet to build up your decks and so on. My only compl I have a few complaints with the game as a kind of as like the meta game has resolved. And I have some card by card complaints, but I'm not going to get into those right now. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. Again, it's free to play. You can get it now. Um, I'll include a link to a few other more detailed um, primers in the description below. Uh, most of them you'll find actually on Newmont Gaming, which is kind of fun. Um, in any case, I think that's going to do it. We've been going on for about 15 minutes, so about time to wrap this all up. So if you want to find Ian on social media and uh, tell him that you want him to be less busy, uh, you can find him at DixonIJ on Twitter, as well as on Twitch by the handle Dix. Uh, you'll usually see him moderating various magic chats. If you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at JWiley129, and I am on Twitch at the same handle, uh, if you see me in a chat room, do not hesitate to give me a hello. If you want to reach the podcast directly, you can do so on Twitter at Eyes on the Minds, or if you have a more personal question, you can shoot us an email at eyesonthemines at gmail.com. Please give us your feedback. We would love to hear how we can best improve the podcast for you all, our listeners. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll talk to you all next time.